The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Cooley Region Cooks, Thursdays 10 to 11, we get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen or in the science lab. It all depends on whether they're inventing something new and fun or using what they already know is absolutely delicious. From Paul Inns Provisions, Chris Barton, Ben Skinner. Hey, you guys, welcome back. Thanks for having us back, Mike. Good hey, thanks back. for coming back. You know, sometimes they guests say, <laughs> I'm glad we're the hell out of there. And I never want to do that again. Oh. We're here as many times as you'll have us. Yeah, you By the, the way, word. if the police ever stop in to do a uh, wellness check because they got a report from the uh, hair salon across the street, some creepy guy keeps stopping in front of your store and looking in the window and <laughs> wiggling the door handle. That's, and then, That's a super you know, common occurrence should, around our building. That's is totally, it? Okay. Yeah, totally Well, normal. it's me yeah. on a somewhat regular basis just to, just to come in and say, hey. Well, we finally taken the curtains down now, so hopefully it's well, a little bit more. There's a lot. There's a lot less of this. Some of those nose prints on the glass; those are mine. Trying to see if there's a light on in there or not, but I, you know, clearly, it's, so, it's so funny. We are. I bet you we produce now maybe five to ten days out of a month, and the rest of the time we are You're not on, there. We're on the road. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yes. Yeah, so and it's working apparently. That on the road part. It is the working. The on the road part is yeah. crucial. That's our focus right Yeah. Now. Well, and it's working. That's awesome. And so I know events to show off your goods, very important. Oh, yeah. But uh, also uh, appointments to sell your goods or to put them on shelves in various locations, also very important. Do they take, take uh, equal importance based on whatever your day's schedule is? Oh, yeah. I'd say they do. I mean, like. What Chris and I are learning because we're from the operations world, we've not yeah. we're not from the sales world. Sure, um, I think we're starting to learn that like oh, most of what we're going to be doing in the future is going to be the sales part of it. Oh, uh, which, no, no, it's not a which good. Which is not, okay. It's totally we're, okay. We're not uh, good at it yet, to be honest with you. But yeah. I think we're getting much better, and we're excited about it, and excited to learn about it. And obviously, like that's just a huge part of business. The food part is the super fun stuff, right? Sure. We got that pretty much dialed in. So our focus now is like. <laughs> We're already really good at having fun. <laughs> well, what I will say do the stupid on part. days where we get to produce, like on a day where we do like where we're making mustard, we're making marmalade. That to me is like a day off. At oh, this point. Yeah. It's so fun and so relaxed. Sure. We know exactly what we're in for, what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, I really like. You know, we, we also got to a point, Chris especially, has figured out how we can more efficiently make larger volumes of this, which is another cool. reason why we don't have to produce as much or as many days. As many days, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy, like, it's a treat when we do have a production day at this point. Right. Well, you don't have yeah. to get all dressed up and comb your hair. You can no. just go to the shop and work exactly. and get all sweaty and, yeah. you know, and work. <laughs> yep. Listen Doing to the music, stuff you love. Label some, some jars. So, yeah, yeah it's been uh, pretty awesome um, as far as, like, actually yeah. having those production days feel. I mean, it's like your shirt says, if you're not having fun in the kitchen, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Absolutely. Well, and, and it occurred to me just a second ago, there are listeners right now who are wondering 
how come you're talking to these guys like they're your best, like your brothers, they're best friends? I have no idea how, who these guys are. Uh, Chris and Ben are Paulin's Provisions, is uh, a company that was named after, I forget which one of yours. Uh, my, gran- my grandfather, your grand- Roy. Right. Yeah. I, uh, all right. So after uh, uh, Grandpa Paulin yep. uh, was the uh, Paulin's Provisions, and uh, that company prov- uh, produces mustard, it's breathtaking mustard, and uh, a really good, I like the mustard better, uh, orange marmalade. Oh, yeah. And and soon, pickles. Sure, yeah. So we do, we've been talking about pickles forever, like yeah. since we started this company. Well, and we were thrilled to be guinea pigs yeah. for those pickles way back in the day. That was awesome. And well, the testing phase. And, yeah. and Chris, last summer, we did sell them at a, a farmer's markets. So we were doing the, the one uh, here in La Crosse, the one in the Crescent. Um, but we are, we have now kind of landed on a middle ground for uh, about a year or so. We've kind of been having this tug of war between Chris and I, like, do we put them in jars, have them shelf stable? How much investment do we do to get that launched? Uh-huh. Um, but we kind of like had a compromise. So now what we're going to do is basically sell them in a, in a little like refrigerated format. Um, we have like, I think six stores or so that are ready to take them on and park. So they won't us. be in glass jars. What in plastic? They'll be in like little plastic quart pipe containers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like in the refrigerated section. Sure. Um, the people's food co-op will be carrying them here in Rochester. Um, and then if you're in the twin cities, uh, the wedge co-op, Linden Hills co-op will be carrying them. And I don't feel like there's at least one or two other ones. There I'm, is. And then of yeah. course, if you're in lacrosse, you know, uh, over the spring and summer, you can always stop by. Lacrosse or the Crescent Farmers Market comes in. Yeah, sure. We'll have for Is you. it difficult to break into the grocery store markets? Oh, so it is high V or festival. Oh or, man, there's you books written about this. Yeah, like yeah. It's, really, it's a whole, yeah. we could we could spend the rest of the hour talking. What is about the it difficulty? So, because we never heard of you before, or you yeah, need ten thousand all of it yeah. jars, whatever. All, so, all of it. There's yeah. a lot of it. The we never heard of you before is huge. Uh, there's just a, a really big barrier to entry into the grocery market because. It's very saturated. It's huge. You know, is you it, go to Hy-Vee, so, Woodman's, there's 10 million products there. Right. right. So you have to figure out how to stand out. So Well, and all 10 million of those folks started with, hi, I'm not really a salesman, but I got this really right. good mustard. You want to give it a try? Right. And know? somebody said, hey, you know, my brother's sister-in-law said that this yeah, guy's but, stuff is pretty tasty. Let's give him a shot. And with grocery, you have tiny little companies like Chris and I to one or two people companies, but you also have like huge mega corporations in the same building in the same space. Sure. So it is difficult to compete with them. There's often structures that include fees to get on shelves, slotting fees, shelving fees. Sure. Chris and I luckily haven't encountered that yet. Yeah. There is a lot of stuff like that though, where it's just structurally set up to really, I mean, if you have a lot of money, you're probably going to be okay. If you're a big company already, you'll figure out how to get in there. Right. right? We got to really like guerrilla market it and sque- figure out how to squeeze in there. And that's why we're spending so much time on the road and doing all this stuff. Cause we're literally just, you know, cold calling, going in, talking to grocery buyers. And, you sure. know, once they- is that where you go? You go to the, uh, the guys who provide product to the grocery store, not directly to we the grocery try. store. Like, well, that's a big part of it is finding the right person to talk to. Yeah, that's, that's a huge a, part of it. Is it different in each organization? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, for example, Woodman's. Um, that was one of the first stores that we got into. Woodman's allows their store managers a little bit of autonomy as far oh. as bringing on products. Um, yeah. So, we could go to each individual yeah, so Woodman's. So, each individual Woodman's yeah. throughout the state 
could have products that other woodmans don't have. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know do. that. Yep. Cool. Uh, not the case with a lot of different places, for example. So for festival, you have to go through their corporate. And if you one thing you see at a festival in La Crosse, you're likely to see at a festival somewhere else. Oh, really? So Festi, uh, every Festi carries the same stuff? Yeah. Yep. More or less, yeah. yeah. More or less. Okay. Yep. All right. There's very and, few exceptions. Yeah. And as you mentioned, so we are... So this is a really interesting conversation, I think, hopefully, but we're focusing on distributors as opposed to, um, at this point, the specific grocery shelf stores, space right? And stuff. Yeah, so, well, that's good. Then let them be the salesperson, correct. they're experts at yeah, it, I, and they will go to the festivals or the high vs or the wherevers and say, I've got a guy, a couple of guys. Right. They make mustard. It's really good. You and I have had a relationship for a long time. See, I wouldn't suggest them if I didn't have faith in them. Yep. You should find a little space the for them on the shelf. Yeah. That's that's a big thing. Yeah. We, we actually so we, we, we partner with a distributor, one distributor uh, up in the Twin Cities, CPW. They've been great to us. We're working with one other one, hoping to start working with one other one out of Madison called Rock Cheese. And they have, you know, Sendix if, uh, over on the east side of the state. Sure, Higgly sure. Wigglies. Higgly Wigglies, yeah. some other uh, big accounts. Cool. They've been really cool. We're hoping to start working with them, too. Well, and what is it that breaks that breaks that relationship open? You go and I'll tell you, to the so, guy over and over and over. So the, the and way he finally we, says, okay, I'll do it. Stop I calling A little bit. So I think, I think so here's how it worked for CPW, the first one uh, up in St. Paul, is we had a grocery manager at a co-op. At the, he runs the Wedge and Linden Hill co-ops up there. He literally was like, hey, I really like your guys' product. People come in and they ask for it. It's got repeat sales. Um, you I, know, we started with a direct. We went into that co-op and yeah. formed a relationship with him. And when start. they ordered, they would order from us. We would bring it to them sure. or ship it or whatever. And so he was like, hey, you guys would be a good fit for this distributor that everybody uses. And he just hooked us up with a contact, a person that he'd known for a while. Yep. We met with her. And next thing you know, she was like, this is a great product. We're going to take you guys on. The rock cheese thing, same deal. Actually, shout out to Driffles Provisions. I talked to one of their owners at an event in Viroco Food Co-op recently who referred us to them. Right. Chris and I just walked right in there. And, cool. And well, is that distributor, and, is that your open door <clears throat> to the other distributor who won't give you the time of day? Pretty much, yeah. So there's like, there's yep. definitely levels to it. Okay. And Chris and I are focusing on the smaller kind of specialty ones. Oh, that, sure, Domino's, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. And there's no... All uh, those cute little stores uh, along the strip in Door County, for right, instance. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, like, they'll do that. The, the olive oil guy, the mustard do. guy, yeah, yeah, the jelly guy. Kind of territories yeah. and yep. such. Yep. Sure, so, sure. Yeah, that's kind of where we're at with cool. all that right now. Well, you're keeping the doors open. That's the important thing. Yeah, and kicking them down, you know. And that's great. Well, doing whatever you're doing, <laughs> yeah. as far as me, I'm a customer. So I'm really glad that that you're it's successful it may yeah. be growing slower than well it's always growing slower than you want it to grow well, it is, i'll tell you what though man i mean we went from having we first of all we added nine stores in january january is oh, a that's slow awesome. time so we're happy about that yeah yeah um it is to me it feels like in the last couple of months especially in the last just since we started 2024 sure things have really exponentially been moving a lot quicker for us that's great yeah, yeah. That's, awesome. that's yeah. great like those uh, commercials i used to see on tv all the time when uh, hey we got our website up and we got an order ding yep ding 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 ding, ding. <laughs> oh now we need 58 more people you know yeah. so yeah. suddenly that and Starting i can't like imagine yeah yeah i can't imagine that it won't be or feel like that we We're started already. out with nine guys now yeah. we have 900 yeah <laughs> that's awesome cooley region cooking with uh chris and ben and paulin's provisions we'll get back to uh the products and uh and share uh, some mustard tips some some marmalade tips, and I used it the other day, and it wasn't even on toast. God, was it good. We'll be right back.
Cooley Region Cooks, Thursday, 10 to 11. By the way, if we're having more fun than you thought was possible, come be a guest in my kitchen anytime. You get in touch with me, Mike, at WIZMnews.com. We'll find a Thursday that works for you. We'll find a time that works for you. And you'll be on Cooley Region Cooks. And you'll be having fun in the kitchen, too. Because if you're not having fun in the kitchen, you you're are doing, doing it, it wrong. That's right. Oh, baby. <laughs> so, Chris and Ben from Paulin's Provisions are... Uh, guests in the studio this morning, they started back really small, like out of their garage, oh, yeah. literally, yeah. yeah, with mustard. Which was first, the mustard or the marmalade, mar- was, first. marmalade was first? Marmalade was first. Yeah. Orange marmalade, then mustard, now pickles, or pretty soon pickles. So and close. OMG. Mm-hmm. This, I, I know, on, on, honestly, I really look forward to the pickles because, you know, I'm a super picky Pickle person. I'm a super picky pickle, pickle person. Pickle person. Picky pickle person. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's real easy for me to say, hey, this is a delicious dill cucumber. Yeah. Where's that marmalade? Yeah. You know? yeah. But the marmalade is delicious. The mustard is ab- one of the best mustards I've ever had. And I bought a sampler pack at, uh, at the uh, Mustard Museum in Mount Horeb. So I've had everybody's mustard and yours is right up there. World class delicious. We're gonna we're gonna visit the mustard museum. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. We are gonna we have to get there this spring because we have still not visited the mustard museum. They also have mustard fest this summer, yeah. which oh, I'm really? gonna apply for to get us where. There. Yeah, it's in Madison. It's outside oh. of uh, like Middleton. Middleton, so. Middleton, Middleton, where the where the it's where the museum is. I think. Oh, yeah, Middleton. Oh, right, okay. right in the Madison area. Cool. Um, yeah, they do it, I think, in August. So I want to get us. Uh, yeah, well, r- let me know and I'll talk to you before you go. That'd be awesome. And yeah. then I'll be there when you're bringing those, the uh, hardware home. We'll find nice. a spot for it. In the window, you can really peel back those curtains and, <laughs> and have hardware there. You think a leg lamp is a show off. Wait till you see the trophy. A that's leg collect- lamp. A leg lamp yeah. is cool, yeah, but a trophy cool. from the mustard competition. Oh, you know, we really have an event awesome. coming up that they do like People's Choice Awards. I mean, Chris and I would uh, love to admit that we don't care about it, but I kind of actually do. I'd love to take yeah. an award. Of course, yeah. you always want to, yeah. no matter what anybody says, I don't care. Everybody cares. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. you, you, may, you may just, might be a secondary thing. What I really want is to be a bajillionaire. mustard cup. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. A big old spoon or, you know, yeah. something that yeah. works. That'd be awesome. When you're the people's choice, that's a ton of different tongues. They all have different flavors. They all have different tastes. It's like going to a chili cook-off, for gosh sakes. Yep. You get people's choice at a chili cook-off, oh. then you got a seriously good chili because half the people there hate your chili because it's too spicy. It's not spicy enough. It's got beans, whatever. Yep. But when the majority of people like your mustard, you really nailed it. Yeah, it's uh, and the pickles too. Like The pickles are a thing that we kind of have been giving prototypes out. Yep. Out in the world, different people, and and there's like a ton of interest. People are super excited about this. So oh, yeah, I definitely am. Chris's I recipe pickles. is so good, though, and um, like I mean, you've had them before. They're they're a little bit they're yeah, definitely but I different. remember the last time I had your pickles, we had choices A and B. Yeah, we've gone through a lot. Of so oh I guess God, I, we hadn't finalized them yet, right? No, I have not had your final pickle oh, yet. Nope. Okay, I would love to, but you're never home. That's why we need to bring them in. <laughs> Every time I knock on the door, no one answers. That then the true. police come and it's ugly and so on. You need to start well, throwing rocks at the so. upstairs window. Yeah. That's Chris's apartment now. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll drive around back. No car. They're not here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. I get it. All right. So let's, if the marmalade was first, yep. let's talk about how did you start back in the day? I know your history is working in restaurants, Making getting out of the kitchen. Making all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Right. We made all kinds now of Now we want to not do that anymore. And I think we're going to make our very own 
jelly or yeah, preserve? How did you get to marmalade? Great question. I mean, a lot of this stuff is just through years and years of trial and error practice at uh, different restaurants, to be honest with you. And it all, but it all kind of um, collided or came together when we worked uh, at this place called Coro in Seattle, which was a, a cured meat company. So we started uh, putting together some products that we thought would, would work well with uh, cured meats, charcuterie boards. Sure, stuff, sure. Stuff oh, like awesome. That, right. So that's really where the, the concept kind of started to come together. Now, the recipes we use, mustard and marmalade, we've been using in various capacities for years, decades at this point, throughout restaurants in Minneapolis, Seattle. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, so, but that's kind of the, we coalesced around that uh, at Coro in Seattle. Hey, what could we do? Uh, a good shelf-stable kind of grocery condiment program that kind of makes sense for like your Super Bowl party, for example. You sure. Got the, you got the meats and cheeses out. What could we pair with that that makes sense? Yep. And yep. so that's where we, how we essentially kind of landed on the marmalade and mustard. How, yeah. how marmalade as opposed to jelly or preserves or some other kind of fruit uh, compote? Well, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a good question too. And it, it's hard to answer. I mean, Ben might have a better answer than I do. I think it's really just... There's, I mean, there's a ton of factors into it. We can go into like the business factors and all that. There's also just the preference factor. Well, that could be the huge you know? part. Well, Chris, I like preserves. I remember having a conversation about all those this. darn seeds. Yeah. You know, I think for me, for me, really, the big thing is I love orange marmalade. It's weird. It's a bit of an esoteric thing. Sure. I get that. Yeah. I love orange marmalade. And also, as a result of that, I found it very, very hard to find a good one at a That's the thing. That's the conversation. Sure, sure. If you go to a restaurant, uh, you know, in like Chicago, Minneapolis, Seattle, you can find good marmalades on menus for like different appetizers and stuff. I just have not been able to find a good one in a grocery store. In a store, a whole jar. A whole jar. And they're full of weird, gross stuff. And so that's- We felt like, hey, I think we can do this. And since we felt like we could do it, well, why don't we just put our jars in the grocery store sure. and let other people buy it? Sure. Yeah. And, well, you know, we have the other, like, uh, like I always try to tell people, like you, like you, you're, you're putting it on, like, chicken at yeah. home, uh, the marmalade, which is always good, sweet and savory. I use it to make, like, old fashions, cocktails. I mean. Oh, yeah. Very I don't drink a lot of the, I don't drink a lot. So, yeah. it never crosses my mind, hey, I'm going to make an old fashioned. Where's the marmalade? I mean, you don't even, like, if you just do, like, a little bit of bitters, a little like tables or teaspoon or two of our marmalade with some like tonic some water, nice yeah. a, little, a little squirt of like citrus, maybe some lemon or lime. Yeah. I mean, you little mocktail, if you will. Sure. Um, those are, but like, yeah, with the marmalade, the conversation I remember having, this is back in 2020 was there's no good marmalade on the shelf. Marmalade is really, really good. I actually did eat it growing up, but it was like the smucker stuff. Yeah. And I hadn't had it since I was a kid. Bought some, tried some, was disgusted by it. <laughs> uh, Ooh, I used to like this. Yeah. And I so, used to be 10. And Chris's, Chris's actually has like, just, it's like four ingredients, but it actually has like layers to it. Like you can actually taste the orange, then you can taste the orange peel, then you can taste the lemon that we add, then the lemons that like, it's yeah. all there. Yeah. And so, and the mustard too was like, Chris had been doing so many variations. He had done like porter, stout, like beer versions of it. He's done fruit versions of it. Yeah, the, the sorry to cut you off there. But the mustard itself is a bit different, I think, because there are really good mustards on the market. Mm-hmm. Super good, right? And so we're not going to compete with that. We just wanted to put that mustard out because we're proud of it. We think it's super good and we think it stands up to well, all the other good mustards. Because I, you know, like I said, I got that sampler box from the museum and there was probably 20 
ish, different kind of mustards, you know, the little jars, then slightly larger right, jars, yeah, yeah. all different flavors. And uh, there's a bunch of mustards in there. Thank goodness they were little jars because I didn't even finish it. Yeah. This yeah. And this is somebody's awesome mustard. And somebody said, this is awesome. And it's probably super popular. Heck, it's in the mustard museum's thing. Yeah. So they made a lot of brownie points. I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't even finish the jar. So, you know, like I said, with chili, it's all, it's all really perspective on whether you well, yeah, like we, it a little bit spicy or we wanted to create a mustard that had some like more mass appeal to like yeah uh we get a lot of people who don't like mustard who are brave enough to try it they're like oh i like that i will use this yeah um, yeah yeah one of our friends his wife goes through a jar a week she puts it on literally everything she eats um but yeah and then that's good on fruit loops no it's gross it's gross <laughs> sinks to the bottom of the bowl but then you know the pickle thing too it's like chris has been making pickles for years he makes a lot of different versions and for me i was like we should do something a little bit more like mainstream if you will yeah. uh everybody likes pickles in my opinion like a, a kind of classic dill uh they're so useful in cooking they're useful in a lot of different things oh sure and uh, on the side of all kinds of food exactly oh. exactly and so um and again i who doesn't love them and you can get the produce for them right here in the Cooley region. Yeah. So that's the other big thing is yeah, like, you don't have to source. Right. So our first two products, one of the other reasons we chose those first two products is because like we can source these things from different places around the country year round. Mm-hmm. Now that we're actually back here in the Cooley region, moved back from the Northwest, we want to, in all future launches, source yep. as much stuff as we can from the area, from local growers. Cool. So that's kind of the mission. Heavy, heavy focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at right now with super any new products. Super. All right. So uh, I got to go. Uh, remind me. Well, I don't have time to start a new thing. I'll get in big trouble. Okay. That was, hey, Mike, time to go. I'll be right back. Let's talk about that distribution. When we come back, we're Cooley Region Cooking. Thanks. See, Courtney, I know how to follow instructions. We'll be right back. ready. I'm ready. We're Cooley Region Cooking. I'm Mike Hayes. I'm the chief bottle washer. By no means the reason you want to listen, because my guests are the real fun part of this, which is why I wear that t-shirt. If you're not having fun in the kitchen, you are doing it wrong. My dad used to say that to everybody, because he knows how to have a good time or had a good time in the kitchen. And by the way, you can pick up the t-shirt I'm wearing, which says has that logo on it, if you're not having fun in the kitchen, you're doing it wrong. BigMuddyTees.com, right? BigMuddyTees.com. Pick up a T-shirt uh, and let everybody know that you know how to have fun in the kitchen. And uh, our listener to Cooley Region Cooks, Cooley Cooks at WIZMNews.com. I was told by the uh, boss, the powers that be, <laughs> that that would be a much more uh, uh, a safe way to find out more about being a guest on the program. Cooley Cooks at WIZMnews.com, then it won't get lost in the fray. And uh, Courtney's much more organized than I am, so we'll get you on. Yeah, the are awesome. And, of course, the uh, Cooley Region Cooks Facebook page lets you know who's on, who's going to be on next week, where you can go to get the podcast and so forth, and the recipes that are shared. And is that all the business? Did I do it all, boss? Good job. I did. Oh, yay. I get to <laughs> I get to come back again next week, you guys. This nice. is going to be great. Two weeks in a row. All right. So where were we? Oh, yeah. Distribution. We talked a little bit about the uh, one of the one of the best charcuterie board makers that I'm aware of in this area. Hunt and Gather. Emily from Hunt and Gather. Man, oh, man. She does a fabulous job. And by the way, I don't if you know, Emily, tell her I give her a hug for me. Because I only know her as a customer. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's, we will. And yeah. 
we know each other's face now. Yeah. Because when I go into the into the, the pickup. Yeah. 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 When I go to pick it up or when I'm just in there wandering around trying to find the kitchen mm-hmm. for the very first time. Are you looking for the uh, the hunt of the food lady? Yeah. yeah. Upstairs around <laughs> the corner. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. In the meantime, great space for a concert. What do you say? You know, so it's a great space over there. And she does such a fabulous job. Unbeknownst to me, she uses your mustard. That's awesome. She uses our marmalade mustard. We've probably given her pickles before. I I would assume. I can't remember if we have or not, but she 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 orders a a decent amount from us and puts a a lot of that stuff on her boards. You know, she's so cool and artistic. She'll 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 swap it out. So sometimes she'll use us, and then sometimes she'll use other stuff. But yeah, what she's doing is just it's. She made me want to stop trying to make charcuterie boards, like for real. I I, because I've made. Probably thousands of them. Have you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Over the years, especially yeah, yeah. like one of the last places around oh, yeah. Seattle was a charcuterie place. And, um, you know, it, hers are immaculate. They're beautiful. They're artistic. You know, and my, she still has all her hair. Yep. Yeah, yep. She does it and it doesn't get all frustrated <laughs> when it kill herself. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm so impressed every time I take a look at him. It's like, I just, I just need to just stop. stop. Yep. I just need I to stop. It. And it is at the point where like, if I do need to do one for like a sales call or a business thing, uh, or an event, I will literally just order one from Emily. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we do. We do catering sometimes too, and we've gotten boards from her. Just hunt and gather. Hunt and yeah. gather. Hunt, hunt and plus gather. gather. And uh, yeah, she's got Good a cool, vibes too. cool story. Hopefully, you guys can get her in to, to tell, yeah. more, oh, tell you more. Be, that'd be fun. But I love that about lacrosse right now, though. We have yeah. um, such a cool scene that's developing between like her, us, Mitch, Spencer. Uh, you know, the guy who's the guy at Fork and Fable, the Fork and Fable menu right now. Oh, phenomenal. I've not been there, I but I have two friends name. that have been there a couple of times. Uh, I got to really say good stuff. I got to say, like, you know, there's the whole like uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, arterial love, rightfully so. Sure. Back years and years. Yep. Yep. That's fair enough. But what they're doing over there at Fork and Fable right now, I think is just insanely cool and good. And for us being like guys who are not really in the restaurant scene anymore, like one of the re- one of the things we'd love to do to kind of bring some cohesion to this thing that's kind of happening. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to be like, like Chris and I want to stop by and just like give away our stuff and be like, use it on your menu, play around with it. Uh, we're not even going to charge you. Just like have yeah, fun. Give it a try. Some more of these people. When yeah. somebody we says, I'd really like you to put that on the menu and you don't have any more, give me a call. There you go. Exactly. So right. that, that's kind of where we're at right now. We also like. When you're addicted, I'm your guy. Yeah. And <laughs> the first one's free. <laughs> yeah. We, we have been talking to like Mitch and Spencer about like at some point we need to collaborate and do like a dinner together, a pop up. I mean, sure. Collins, our space is huge. We don't even need all the space. Is it really? Oh, cool. And one of the things Chris and I are talking about right now is getting another business in there. It could be a coffee shop, cafe. It could be a T-shirt. I mean, it doesn't matter. Some, um, a retail place that would. Yeah, we have plenty of space. People look over your shoulder and say, is that guy making pickles back there? What's yeah. the deal? <laughs> yep. And so, so yeah, I mean, like, it'd be really yeah, fun. We can't really, at this point, we don't have the bandwidth to necessarily do it ourselves yet. We don't. No. But yeah. if anybody listening was interested in. Has an idea for business and they need there a space. Yeah. And the you other thing, the by the way, out, is Chris out. and I will be, because we really do want to help foster or contribute in any way that we can. It's sure. like, if you got a cool idea, rent is negotiable. Maybe there's even free rent for a few months until you get your sales off the ground. You know, like that's kind of where we're at with this whole Flexibility thing. with small business Super people because you've yeah. been there. You need, you you've need walked it. around in your bare feet long enough. Now you know what somebody else is doing too. Yeah, yeah. it's like, and, and Chris and I have been lucky in certain situations. Uh, a lot of, I think, what we do is luck, uh, you know, regardless of skill. You know? Right, but so, you know, luck no is doubt. one thing, skill no is doubt. one thing, product is another. Product I mean, is another. You're lucky that you got this guy to taste it. 
but you knew darn well that as soon as you got some of this product in his mouth or her yeah. mouth, they're going to love it. Now you're in. That's why we do sampling, my friend, because Boom. once we get it in, once you taste it, Boom. then oh, yeah. every, it's on after and that. And marmalade works for so many things besides toast. Yeah. I can't even believe it. But, and the mustard is awesome. Yeah, mustard really. works on everything. My favorite condiment on the planet is mustard. I just Me love too. it. Me too. You know, Yours as a kid, so I hated good. it. As a kid, I hated all mustard. Well, I like ketchup. Yeah. I, yeah, but, yeah. And I thought ketchup, there was only one kind. Yeah. You know, that never mind flavored. I actually prefer these days, like if I'm going to have like one of those smashy burger type things. Oh, sure. Um, that it doesn't have ketchup on it and just has mustard. Too, mustard, you know, so. yeah. I, mustard or mayo. Um, me too. Well, and it's interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. I move away from ketchup because there's generally only one or two flavors okay. of ketchup. There's I, a million flavors of mustard, even mayonnaise. Yeah. Aioli. When I learned that, oh, yeah. when I learned that aioli is just flavored mayonnaise, yeah. I thought, oh man, I well, love really, aioli. It's, it's, I really, hate it's mayonnaise. just egg and fat of some kind, yeah. right? Like egg and an oil or egg yeah. and a bacon fat. And onions or bacon yeah. or, you know, pick a thing and suddenly your mayonnaise is way more exciting. I know that this has been around for a while, but bacon jam too. It has a little crispy crunch if they have like crispiness in it. I'm a big fan of that stuff. Um, that's been happening. I don't think Chris and I will develop one, but, um, but yeah, I mean, like I just wanted to call out the Cooley region, because to me, I'm from here. I'm born and raised here. I don't really ever remember like a scene that's been percolating like this. And maybe it's just because I was a little kid. Yeah. I was in school. It was percolating. You just didn't notice. Right. So, exactly. Right. So, but, but it's funny to come back here after being gone for 20 years and, and just seeing what's going on because it's like, well, I think also it's just right now too, everything's so global and so distant and, Communications hard, just robots yeah, now. There's right. literally robots so and woodmen. Like, well, so it's bringing it back to the community, <laughs> slowing things down, makes bringing it, making it a little bit smaller, helping each other out. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and maybe someday it'll be a coffee pickle shop. I love that. Corner. I love that. And, you know, you're talking distribution. One of the things Chris and I talk about sometimes is down the line, way down the line. Maybe we do some distribution. Like, you know, there's like those small Buy a truck and hire a driver. And totally. Yeah, like that's how the a lot of these companies start. Distribution sure. companies start. Sure, sure. Yeah. They buy a little catalog of products, you know, little still and just see what happens. I think that I think really a guy fun. named Schwan did something like yep. that. Yeah. He might be doing pretty well. Yeah. Yep. He's yep. got more than one truck like now, too. I'm pretty there's sure. an opportunity. There's there's certainly market for it here in the Cooley region and oh, yeah. greater Midwest in general, you know. All right. Yeah. So when are the pickles going to be generally available? So I would say by April, we're going to have those things really? on shelves okay. in the people's food co-ops uh, here and in Rochester, uh, in addition to the wedge co-op and Linden Hills co-op in Minneapolis. Yep. Um, and then we'll go around to some other folks here that we have accounts with in town and see what they want to do. I bet you uh, St. Joe's Country Market, I could see them uh, oh, sure. over there. Absolutely. They um, should. Shoebies might be interested. Uh, I know Larson's doesn't have a fridge, but uh, Josh over at Larson's. Talk to Bubba. Talk to Lee at Bubba's. Bubba's oh, right oh, by my house. Is it? That's one place we've been wanting to Bubba was yeah. our neighbor at last year's Between the Bluffs event. Oh, Love really? those guys. Yeah. And they loved our stuff too. And yeah. I think there's a lot of like the potential for collaboration. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Lee is a good friend of mine. So drop uh, my name. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. we will. Uh, absolutely <laughs> do. Because- he trusts my tongue yeah. because he knows the discerning taste of a guy who's eaten a ton of different flavors of stuff and says, yours is good. Okay. I believe you too. Oh, that's super and cool. he's got all kinds of stuff on the shelf that yeah. goes well with meat. Yeah. 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 Those guys are awesome. Um, but yeah, the Hopefully cool- we'll see him again here in April when we do that next yeah, year. Yeah. We have between the bluffs this year coming up in April or April 27th, I want to say. And uh, so tell me about the pickles. Are they Whole pickles, sliced pickles. <laughs> Tell me about the pickles. Yeah. So we 
are probably, we don't know for sure yet, but <laughs> 90% they're going to be whole pickles. Whole pickles. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to slice them. I'm definitely not, we're definitely not doing spears. We know that nope. for sure. Okay. So it's either going to be sliced as in chips or whole. Okay. Uh, probably going to do whole for a, a lot of different reasons, but it can just, it can be, it's easier to do, but also they can stay crunchier. You can slice them yourself at home if you want. Slice, sure. 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 You know, slice that, well, and why, why chips, not spears? You said definitely not spears, like just, you had a bad experience well, with that's spears. Well, that's a personal thing. I didn't have a oh, okay. bad experience with spears, but I'm just not a pickle spear guy. Okay. You know, if I'm a getting crisp. a burger and there's a spear on the side, I'd rather just have the pickles on, on the burger right. than the, right. the pickle just sitting there on the side. Right. And not if it's a spear, thing, it's a lot more difficult to get it to stay on the burger <laughs> yeah. and not roll off while you're trying to there's eat it. There's nothing wrong. I'm not uh, yeah. denigrating the pickle spear, but so, we're yeah. just not about but that's right. But Chips by April, game. we'll have these things out. We'll start like that. And then eventually we'll get a shelf stable version going. But cool. um, we don't want to do that until there's a super big need for it. Um, right. So that's kind of right now. At. There's a super big need to get pickles in every farmer's market around. That's there right. is. There and is. Take them <laughs> home yeah. and start eating them because they're we good can for a week. Handle. Yep. We are Cooley Region Cooking with the boys from Paulin's Provisions, Chris and Ben. And we will be right back. Cooley Region Cooks, Thursdays 10 to 11, people who like to have fun. And if you're a person who's on the edge, get in touch with me, Cooks at wizmnews.com. We'll find a space for you. In fact, Courtney will give you extra special space if you let her know that you are a person who doesn't know how to have fun in the kitchen. It always <laughs> seems like such a drudge. Well, come on, you guys remember way back in the day when you were working restaurants oh, on yeah. the West Coast and you worked with people who were like there because I couldn't get another job oh, and yeah. washing dishes really sucks. So I'm going to do what you're doing. The grumpy person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, every restaurant has a few. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And I know you worked with them much more closely than I, but uh, that's why my dad made it his mission to show you how to have a good time in the kitchen because you got to eat. Yep. You might as well do it well. And you don't have to buy everything already made by a robot someplace. That's right. You can make it yourself. <laughs> That's no why we ended up in this problem. position, right? Yeah. I got a job when I was 15 and the culture in the kitchen was fun. Yeah. You know, well, that's the key. Industry. It's got to be, it's got to be fun. That's why those restaurants are so, so successful because everybody in the back is having a ball. That's true. Absolutely. The better the culture, the more successful the place. Absolutely. And the longevity factor, I think, is better when you have a like a You're fun. still here? Yeah. God, I remember when you had hair. <laughs> you, I mean, you could a say a long that, time like, ago. There's of course there's those chefs who are really disciplined and like uh -huh. scary environments. I'm sure uh -huh. they've done very well in the past, but I feel like now it's you're gonna have more success and attract more talent, retain more oh, talent yeah. if you have a fun atmosphere. Well, and I've there's been in a, kitchens that are not fun. Like sure, that. there's a difference between that uh, that three or four diamond restaurant yeah. and the five diamond, where everything has got to be boop, 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 and the chef is very, very Screamy. particular. They scream, yeah. they throw. Well, and, and yeah. you know that up front. You get a job with him, and you, I finally got my dream job yeah. with the biggest a hole in the universe. Mm -hmm. But wow, my resume is now made. Yeah, and that's, that's cool. And then you can leave and go to open a restaurant and say that guy taught me everything I need to know, especially how not to act in the kitchen. Yes. Because I want all my staff to stay here forever. So true. So yeah, but true. things are, you know, things are changing for the better. Absolutely. Uh, in the culture, uh, writ large, right? So restaurants definitely better. You see it in the NFL everywhere. It's like you just, 
it's different now. You have to be a good person to run a good, right. think, a good organization. And you don't have to be well. mean. The name of the game these days seems to be collaboration. Uh, at every level. Perfect. So, yeah. Hey, you guys got some events coming up. Sure do. Can, uh, Speaking of collabs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where Where are you going to be and what do you take? Do you always take everything? Are you always the pickle mustard marmalade guys? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, and and like the first event that we have coming up is uh, the uh, March 2nd and 3rd in Minneapolis. It's the uh, Minnesota Monthly Food and Wine. Um, oh, cool. They've been doing that for a few years. This is going to be a 5,000 person event. Oh, that's open to the public. Huh. Open to Ticketed the public. Event. Ticketed event. I believe they're between 70 and 100 bucks. Uh, there's two days of tasting thousand vendors. You know, it's a big, big, big deal. Thing. At the Omni Lakes Hotel up yeah, there. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff there. Um, and then after that, in a couple weeks after that, March 21st, we're going to be in Cannon Falls doing the Feast, which is mm. a collaboration with Renew the Countryside in Minnesota. Um, they attempt to connect businesses like us to local growers and farmers. Oh. We'll be doing the trade show there on March 21st. Um, that is not open to the public. That is mostly buyers coming through. But here. you won't be surprised to see... Uh, people from this industry, from this community, exactly. at that same event. Oh, because sure. There will be people We there. both know yep. several restaurateurs who work very hard to source all of their ingredients yep. from uh, within 100 miles or so. Absolutely. And if you're uh, listening and you happen to be a buyer, come check us out. We'll have swag bags and all that stuff. Um, and then after that, we got Between the Bluffs, right That's here in town. Right, right here in town. town. Right here in right. town. Beer, wine, and cheese, one. baby. Beer, wine, and cheese. That one's huge. That's going to be so fun, dude. April 27th this year. Uh, this is the 20th anniversary, I think. Yep. Is it? I think yeah, so, too. It is. Yep. yep. It's so, a ton of fun. I can uh, remember. Was we got smoked last year. <laughs> smoked. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> annihilated. Uh, yeah, Bubba's was next to us. Uh, Hunt and Gather was very nearby. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of us food people that kind of had a little strip, we were all just getting our butts kicked. Well, that's because they, you know, Oh, you yeah. get good stuff. Yep. Heck, yeah. I can remember. And everyone's pretty drunk. <laughs> well, there's, there's that. Get there early for best normal selection. There was yes. a Bloody Mary yes. stand right next to us, then us, then Hunt and Gather, then Bubba. So, yeah, you had a nice little strip. Yeah. Like, it was good, right? The combos right along the way. And yeah. you eat yeah. a little bit yeah. on the stomach, continue to drink. Yeah. That's, uh, I know Explore Lacrosse is one of the people who helps organize that, which, by the way, they're great. We love working with them. And then... Gosh, uh, after that's just kind of farmers markets. You know, we do the Cameron Market, we do cool. the La Crescent one. We'll probably do some other ones in the area. There's one in Onalaska that's you just show up uh, uh, ad hoc. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, you don't have to be committed to it or anything. Right, right. And then um, at some point you will be because everybody will go there yeah, and find yeah. out. Oh man, I'm <laughs> so the hundred. We still guy. have every intention of doing as many farmers markets as we can, despite right. being always on the road and always <laughs> trying to do the sales. Well, thing. but at the moment, your distribution is mostly farmers markets and small brick and mortar venues. It is. I would say less than 50% of the stores that we're in are being taken care of by a distributor. Um, but that will probably, well, that's what I meant when, when you're, when you say, when you're here in lacrosse saying, well, you can get our product at the blah, blah in Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, a lot of people that are listening, I find myself in that. I I go to Minneapolis a couple times a year. Maybe Mm, I used to have relatives that live up there. Mm -hmm. They used to do fun stuff before people were getting shot all the time. So I don't go to Minneapolis nearly as often as I used to. So wherever you're going to be, they're not going to get, you're not going to have any sales from me up there. Where are you going to be? Oh, Rochester. Oh, La Crosse. Oh, Hoka. You know, someplace local, regional, even I'm all over that. And if it happens to be a farmer's market, Cool. Yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah, totally. And when farmers beca- markets are the best. I mean, you get to yeah. talk directly to the owners a lot of the time. Right. We the growers. Yeah. How often are you at a booth 
at the market and somebody, a different vendor from around the corner or some, Hey, are you those mustard guys? Awesome. Yeah. All Listen, <laughs> I grow this and this that would go really well. Are you going to add to your mustard line of mustards? Because yes, yes. I, I grow this and it <laughs> well, would go really well, that you know, that kind of thing. That's the yeah. Part of it. You've How cool a is that? Of, we've been a couple of uh, cucumber growers, right? And these things, right? Yep. So that's where we're going to get our cucumbers this next year for pickles. And sure. Um, we met another farmer who grows berries uh, for hopefully a jam that we'll be doing. It's, you know, oh, awesome. and sometimes he's like, Hey, I got a, I got a couple of trees that have crazy amounts of mushrooms. Do you guys want them for free? Cause I just can't even use all of them. And yeah, a lot of that, a lot of trade. Sure. Sure. Um, we, uh, Chris loves honey. So uh, he'll trade for some honey. A lot awesome. of times at these things. Uh, <laughs> well, then figure out a way to make it into a product and you're all set. There's a guy. Some catering and stuff, yeah. too. So it's good for that. Get, you know, get ideas. There's that taco guy, too. That's awesome. Uh, there's sometimes there's like some people who are doing actual like like food vendors. Oh, sure. Always sure. worth it. Always worth it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Good. Yeah, there's usually. Well, and they're sort of selling hot dogs and you have mustard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a combo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you make Chicago dogs. Funny. I make a mustard that goes really well. And this guy grows tomatoes. That guy. Oh, wait a minute. I also grow the pickles. So let's see. Three of us can make your chili dogs even better. Speaking of, Chris developed a jardinera um, Ooh. a while back that we did Man, launch. Right. Have. A mufalada kind of jardinera? Uh, no, it was, that's, it was more of like a... A traditional kind of Chicago yeah, chunky cauliflower, uh, yeah. carrot, bell pepper, uh -huh. garlic, you know, red wine, Yum. Pepper, oregano, olive oil. And that'll be on the like shelf. Relish almost. 20, <laughs> 20, 37. I don't I know. Mean, dude, the Personally, recipe, I, I loved it. It's really good. Yeah. It is complex. Is it? To do. Um, but we may, may need to think about getting that one on it's sales because so it's really good. Although I will say like. So I think that what Chris did is he did kind of like, uh, what, what was the word you say? He processed it. So it kind of got like relishy and spreadable. The jardinier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. yeah. You're not pureeing it. You're just zipping it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and you know, uh, how quickly did you, oh man, we got to go in a minute. How uh, you, you give this, you give the jardinier to your partner. He loves everything. That's not fair. Yeah. yeah but now I got to go. Who is it that's on our list of guinea pigs that hates everything? Yeah. Give it to them. Yeah. The pickles are too spicy. They're too sweet. They're too whatever. Uh, give the, the jardinier to them if they like it. Now you got the guy who loves everything and the gal who doesn't like anything and they both <laughs> like it. We got a winner here. We got to move this up the ladder of mass production. Those yeah. are the best set. Yeah. Markets Aren't when they? We, when we get the person who's like, ah, I'm not really into mustard. And it's like, fair enough. But then they'll be adventurous enough to try and about well, I'd uh -oh. say 60% of the time we get them. Yeah. yeah, a lot. Yeah, and we that's do. A great feeling. Right? We do get mustard converts, if you will. It happens, um, and that yeah, that just feel good because if you get somebody to try something that they have hated all their lives, yeah, they like it. <laughs> I mean, well, because let's face it, yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a place in the world for for uh, what people just refer to it as hot dog mustard. Yep. There's a and Absolutely. there's a ten year old who loves hot dog Frenches. mustard, <laughs> but his dad likes mustard with a little more something something going on. And yeah, then you got yeah. my dad, whose entire refrigerator door is full of mustards, just right. mustards. Oh, really? Oh, I, yeah. got, I have five, but I have a shelf in the cupboard. My dad has probably got 55. Yeah, he's, he's, he's. I try to open them only a few at a time. My dad's a hot sauce and mustard guy. Oh, so, like, perfect. his refrigerator is full of. Your dad and I are going to yeah. get along great this summer. I'll bring a bevy. He we can cannot have mustard. you guys in the same room. It'll be great. I'm sorry. It'll just be can't. Great. Somebody will get hurt. It'll for be sure. Fun. We'll have a blast. We are Cooley. Re Look at that. We're having fun in the kitchen and we're out of time. Cooley Region Cooks, Thursdays, 10 to 11. If you see Chris or Ben or Pollen's provisions, stop there and try it. You will love it. They are so so good thanks mike 
Hey, you can find all the past episodes of Cooley Region Cooks on the WIZM app or wherever you stream podcasts. Also, hey, don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Cooley Region Cooks. Reach out to us at Cooley Cooks at WIZMnews.com.